G'day guys and welcome to this episode of the How to Scale a Video Business podcast. This week I'm talking to Gideon Shalwick. Gideon is the CEO and founder of Splashio.com and has been a serial entrepreneur for the last 15-20 years. And uh, we actually met up for lunch down in Malulaba, uh, not far from where I live here in Noosa. And we actually did the interview at the uh, the Rusty Batch Cafe, which was really nice to kind of go out and actually do the interview out somewhere uh, other than the studio. Gideon and I talk about the power of video and also how the Splashio service is helping people get their message out to market. Now, where this is particularly relevant to you as a video production company is that this service is, it's it's a no-brainer. I absolutely love it. I've been using it for a little while now. And for about 100 bucks a month, I can get four videos formatted for social media with subtitles burnt in, and it's all done by a human. McGuinness will tell you more about that during the episode. It is an absolutely diamond service and one that um, that you can actually sell to your clients in the sense that you can have that as your secret weapon. You could literally have this as part of your upsell service, offer it to clients and, um, you know, charge your clients however much you want to charge for the service with with videos you've already made for them. It really is one of those great bolt-on services that doesn't cost you very much to implement, but can add massive value to your clients. Now, if you want to try it out, if you go to splashio.com forward slash den, you can get four free credits just for trying out the service. Now, you do have to put your credit card in, but what you can do if you want to is you can uh, put your credit card in, start the trial, use the four credits and take your credit card off if that's really what you want to do. But I, I honestly think that once you've tried this, you, you won't want to do anything else. So um, I really hope you enjoy the show. And um, here's a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll get into the episode. This episode is sponsored by the Video Business Accelerator Mastermind. This is a business coaching and mentoring program exclusively for video production companies. Rather than me tell you about it, let's hear from some of our members. As far as video business is concerned, it was a no-brainer for us. It's the right pain points that we went, these are the things that we need to work on and these are the solutions that are offered by, by Den and the Video Business Accelerators. The reason I joined the Accelerator was I really wanted someone who could help guide and mentor us um, through that next level. So we're going through quite a period of change at the moment. Our industry is changing massively and, uh, and I really wanted that uh, support and mentoring and uh, that's exactly what Den provides. The Video Business Accelerator event has been great so far. Den always provides a lot of value. He was really good at communicating with filmmakers as well because he obviously has such a great passion and uh, past working in it. So it was really good to hear somebody talk about business theory and, and marketing strategies and things, but from a perspective of being a video production company. Quarter three of this uh, calendar year was the biggest year, uh, biggest quarter we've had. And now uh, wrapping up on quarter four towards the end of the calendar year, uh, it's been bigger again. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's obviously working. I'd say the biggest advantage of being part of the Video Business Accelerator group is the group itself. Yes, you've got Den, the expert to turn to for advice, but uh, more often than not, uh, when you ask a question of the, the, of, the, of the group, you get a variety of different answers. Everyone's kind of come across the same problems, and, but everyone has a different approach to solving them. We're all there to help each other. I think that's a big bonus of being part of the group. So if these case studies sound like they resonate with you, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then head over to denlenny.com and click on Work With Den. 
There are also a heap of other great resources available on the site. Now, enjoy this episode. So we're, uh, we're sitting out here on the um, true entrepreneur style, mm. just having had a nice lunch in the, um, what's the cafe called? The Rusty Batch. The Rusty Batch in Malulaba. Gideon, nice to see you again. Good to see you too, man. Great location. It is. And, and I thought what we'd do is, is do a location podcast. One of the benefits of going audio only is we can actually go mobile. Um, Gideon, tell me about how you... So Gideon runs Splashio. Tell, tell me how you got to Splashio. Give me a, a quick history of Gideon Shawick oh. in the video space. Oh, Well, I was born <laughs> in 1977. Um, yeah, look, it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I've had this question quite a few times and... Uh, I never quite know where to start because, you know, was it when I was five when I remember watching a, a program on TV? It was a, a news presenter. And I was watching and I was going, hey, that's cool. I, I, I want to do that one day. You know, I, I want to be on. Like, I didn't necessarily want to be a, a TV or news presenter, but I, I was, the, the, the idea of being on screen or being on video was just for some reason really appealing. I don't know where that came from. If, if I was born into me or if it was later on more programmed or whatever I don't know where it came from but I know from a very young age there's something to do with video that that just I was just naturally drawn to Uh, so for a very long time after five I just ignored that and it wasn't until I became an entrepreneur in uh, 2006 I was 28 years old and uh, at that point uh, I was qualified as an electronic engineer uh, studied for four years for that degree, hated it. Then I did another degree in management and enjoyed that a lot more because it was to do with people. But then I went working and I, it's like I realized that, hey, this dream that got sold to me <laughs> was a lie. It's all a big yeah. lie. And, uh, you know, I, I stuck at it for five years because, you know, I don't like starting things and not finishing it. But that was definitely the wrong <laughs> decision. <laughs> I should have stopped that way back. Um, anyway, I, I finally quit. Uh, my job moved to Australia from New Zealand and um, I started the business uh, at that point I still didn't know that I was going to do video so I wrote a book uh, and launched it with a, a JV partner did pretty well 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 compared to zero right so I was like I, I, it wasn't like a million dollar success or anything like that but it was enough for me to go hey this is cool this could be a business but then I ran out of traffic because that, uh, you know, the JV partner, uh, he, was, he happened to be the guy also who taught me how to write the book and how to sell it. Um, so he promoted it for me. And then, but he didn't teach me how to build traffic and how to build a real business. I mean, an ebook, writing a book and selling it, that's not a business. No. <laughs> so then I started exploring. And one of the first things I, uh, I did was I started, I thought, hey, let's go and ask the experts. You know, let's go and interview people who know what they're doing. Back then, it was 2007 or so, uh, everyone was doing audio interviews, kind of, kind of like what we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, hey, let, I want to be fancy. Let's do video. Why not? Why not? You know, I've got a handycam. Um, actually, I didn't have a handycam. Um, I thought that day, okay, I'm going to buy a, a handycam because that following weekend, there was an event on where a bunch of the experts uh, in the industry were speaking. And I thought, right, I, I've got to get there. So I went there with my brand new little handycam. I didn't know anything. I just, I didn't even know where to press record. Uh, I hired, uh, I mean, I, I uh, got a hotel room and the idea was that, you know, I, I would um, ask people on stage afterwards if they want to come on an interview. So the person, the first person I int- asked for the interview says, yeah, let's, 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 let's get going. 
Um, and and that was the beginning, you know, of, of me getting into video. So, I, and it was it was a pretty rocky start because back then you'll probably remember uh, the files were just huge. Yeah, uh, like it was a different thing publishing for you know offline compared to online. Online was just an absolute nightmare back then because the files were so huge. I ended up killing my PC because the files were too big. Wow. <laughs> and that's when I ended up moving over to, to Mac. Uh, this is before the, day, the, the era of the iPhone um, and, and just went from there. You know, so it was, it was a pretty tough start because it was so hard back then to, to do video online. Just trying to upload your video to YouTube and making it look good was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Remember, we used, we used blip.tv back in the day because, and the only reason was because the quality was much, was much better yeah. than YouTube. And now, you know, I'm not sure if Blip TV still exists, but YouTube is a, a big one now. It's no issues. Now you just record on your phone and, and you're like a professional video producer. But you were one of the very first kind of YouTubers, weren't you? Uh, I wouldn't say I was one of the first YouTubers. Uh, YouTube was around for about a year uh, when I started doing video stuff. Um, I was certainly one of the first to start talking about uh, using YouTube for growing your business. Because... Uh, and you're being very modest because you had some, like, when was this, 2008? Maybe earlier than that? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I, I like you, had, you had significant views right in the early days. Well, yeah, I've had lots of views in diff- lots of different places. So, so the first, my first big success was actually on, on blip.tv. You know, so, so me and uh, a friend of mine, Yara Starak, we launched a program called Become a Blogger. This, is in, this was about 2008. And uh, we decided not to go to YouTube uh, because YouTube's quality was so awful. So we published 10 videos on blip.tv, showing people how to set up their blogs and stuff. Uh, that ran for six months. Within six months, I think we had something like 300,000 downloads mm. of our videos, uh, which was just mind-blowing, uh, you know, even before we launched. Um, so after the Become a Blogger project, uh, I thought, hey, this is cool. I, w- I would like to teach people how to do the video stuff because I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I love teaching but um, I felt that I needed more experience, you know, so that I could teach from experience. I needed to have some more success under the belt. So then I teamed up with a local magician in Brisbane, and uh, we, we, <laughs> we actually met on an acting gig. This is before I really knew whether my, my online business was going to take off or not. This is like sort of, you know, hedging my bets there. <laughs> Maybe I could do this acting thing. And um, we were on this acting gig together. He did some magic, and I, I was impressed. And... Um, and he knew that I was doing online stuff, had some success with become a blogger. And then eventually he approached me and said, Gideon, I need some help. Just after, uh, after the GFC, he needed some help for getting more gigs. And I said, because uh, he wanted to hire me. And I said, look, you probably can't afford me because <laughs> I don't, you know, magicians probably don't make too much money. And uh, I said, well, why don't we do this thing together? You know, you do the magic <clears throat> and I'll do the, the video marketing. And so literally we went into the streets of Brisbane he did the magic, impressed all the pretty girls. And while well, I was recording with the handicam and, and then, you know, processing it all afterwards. So, yeah, and that, that did pretty well. Eventually that channel became uh, the world's number one free magic channel. It's not anymore, but, it, it, uh, you know, uh, I think within two or three years, it was number one. Uh, and that was pretty awesome. You know, I, I, I don't know how many subscribers it has now. It's over maybe around 400,000 subscribers. I haven't checked for a long time. And you know, I was only there for the first year of the business. But that's really where I, I, I um, you know, got used to the idea of using YouTube as, a, as an audience-building tool for your business. And 
uh, I was I was really excited about it. I, like back then already, I was, I, was, I was saying to JJ, the magician, hey, because um, he was he was sort of thinking about going into TV, just trying to decide should he go into TV, a career in TV, or should he just do his own thing on YouTube. And I, I remember saying to him, look, yeah, TV is probably cool now, but is it going to be cool in five years, ten years time? Mm. And yeah, you know, it's more than a decade ago now. That's like twelve I years know. ago. Can you believe it? Oh, uh, actually, uh, Free Magic Live was uh, 2009. We started that. Um, yeah, and so, so I mean, you look now today at what you can do with yourself on video, you know, online video, compared to back in the day. If you wanted to be seen, you had to get on TV somehow. You know, it's a very different game right now. So it's very exciting. So how, how did you go from there to running a... So, uh, is it a software company? I mean, is Spatio <laughs> a software company? It's, it's a serv- how, how, how would you no, describe uh, it? it? It's a service as a service. Yeah. I guess that's what, a way you could put it. Uh, it's a product. So we've got a productized service where... Uh, so the, the service is where we, we take your videos and we, uh, we manually transcribe them and then uh, burn that text into your videos as captions, but then also format it in a really nice social media-friendly format. Uh, with a nice headline and you know, nice colors, your brand colors, your logo, logo animation. You know, we make it look really nice. So it allows you to basically get that done really quickly, which is normally a really painful process, a painful but very important process if you want to get engagement uh, to now, it takes you 20 cents to submit, uh, 20 minutes, uh, what am I saying? 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting confused here. 20 seconds to submit your video and you're done. And if you have to do it yourself, you know, like you're talking. I, I, you know, I, look, I, 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 before I kind of went fully into the coaching, we were running a kind of subscription type video business mm. production. And one of my clients wanted 196 videos. Right. And we did them manually. Mm-hmm. And so I have especially <laughs> respect and regard for how simple and easy you've made this process, knowing that it's not a simple and easy process to actually do them. And I think what makes Splashio so unique, and, and I've just started using it, it's blown me away. And as a side note, my very first video I put on you on LinkedIn with Splashio started trending in video production. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that great traction on video on LinkedIn, so thank That's you for awesome. that. But but more so is that it's not a software, it's a physical human being or four human beings doing it. And that's what makes it so special. Like that's clearly a more expensive thing to do for you. And yet, at the time of recording, I think it's $97 a month for four videos up to five minutes. It's an absolute no-brainer. What, what, what was it that inspired you to go down the route of human automation rather than just, you know, building a software and, you know, trying to sell the yeah, software? A great question. I, so, before this version of Splashio, I was uh, actually co-founder in a, a software company, and uh, for that software, we you know we automated the video production for uh, video ads, in you know for YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, and it was awesome for scaling and stuff like that. But uh, what it wasn't awesome for was for the human touch, and I really missed that. I really missed having the human touch and and feeling like I'm really making a difference in people's lives. And so we moved back you know, with Splasher when we, we re- breathed life back into Splasher because Splasher was sort of sitting in the background while I was doing the software company. When I, when I restarted Splasher again, I said, no software, at least not for our users. Um, uh, 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 because we wanted to have that human, human 
touch to it. And, and our, our users love it. They absolutely love being able to speak to someone when they get stuck. And, and, it's, and, and the other thing is, um, one of our principles in the company now is we don't want our clients, uh, at least for now, to use any software at all. No software. And no software approach for our clients. Yeah. For us, yeah, we can use software. We can use whatever, whatever it takes to create an amazing result. Uh, but, you know, we found that for us to create the most amazing result for our clients is to use humans. You know, the other thing that's really interesting, and, and for the video producers listening to this, who are, is mostly our audience, when you get, like, we, we tried many different ways to generate subtitle SRT files mm. to then burn them in, and I'm sure you've been through that countless iterations. But what was interesting was my VA used to upload the video to YouTube, let YouTube do the transcription, correct the transcription on YouTube, mm -hmm. but YouTube would sometimes have like six words on one mm -hmm. line and one wor mm -hmm. word on another, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't necessarily read as it was said. And, yes. and when you're doing transcription subtitles, it's not just the words, it's when you put the words on the screen and where the intonation yeah. happens. Yeah. And when, when, when AI does that, it doesn't get it right. Doesn't. And so there was all this extra work where my VA had to then take the six words on one line and mm. two words on the other and actually chop them up and, mm. and then he would download an SRT file. Then he would upload it to Shotput, uh, no, not Shotput, um, Handbrake, Handbrake, and he would yeah. burn it into Handbrake and then he would export <laughs> it. And then we'd go, okay, we've now got a square video yeah. to make the, uh, so we take a 16 by nine video and then we'd put a bar top and bottom to make the six, the six, the six by six video, the square video. And then to make the Instagram TV, we'd put it into a nine, nine by 16 and right. drop that all in. So it was a bit of a kind of sticking plaster approach. Mm. One of the things that I love about Splashio is that you can, you've got different versions, but they're actually designed specifically for the platform. So it's not like you've just taken a, a rectangular video mm. for 16 by nine and shoved it into a square box. Um, I, I don't really have a question because I'm, I'm actually quite... I'm <laughs> well, just thinking about the pain we used to go through. Yeah. There's, there's something really interesting you said about uh, with, uh, the, the captions, uh, which I think is really important, with, uh, which relates to the human touch, which is another thing. Uh, and it comes down to uh, the readability of, of the captions or the subtitles, um, which is so important. A lot of people don't understand how important it is. I'll give you an example. If you had a three-minute video... Uh, forget the exact numbers, uh, but it's something like uh, 600 words, if I remember right. Now, if you're using automated software for that, um, and it's got a 95% accuracy rate, 5% of the words are wrong. Uh, if I did the maths right, I think, sorry, I'm, it's been a while since I did the maths, but I think it's something like 32 mistakes yeah. you have in your captions. Now, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but think about this. If there's 32 mistakes in your video, and people are watching it on silent, there's 32 interruptions mm. um, when people are watching your video. So if, if you don't remove them, right? So 32 interruptions, every single time, it creates an opportunity for them to stop watching your video content or your client's video content. So what does that do to your engagement? It kills it, right? Yeah. And what does that do then to your rankings and, and to the algorithm? You know, they're just gonna go, this, nobody's watching this video. But it just looks like you don't care. It looks like you don't care. It looks—it's almost like uh, applying for a job, and you get lots of typos in your in your application. 
So that's one thing. Uh, now, of course, you can cha- you can you can update those, you know, but it's painful, you know, to to do that. And like you said, to to move the text around, blah blah blah. It's just a painful process. So that's the other reason why we said we just we just going straight with humans uh, we don't even automate even the, 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 the creating the transcriptions we, we start with humans and and it, what it does it, it creates a very readable uh, uh, transcript and, and captions which then creates a very engaging experience when it comes to uh, your videos auto playing on social media I've done a similar thing you know when, when I'm transcribing things for with rev.com mm. um, so I, I produce a newsletter every month and what I do is I tend to dictate that newsletter then get it transcribed by Rev and my VA for a while was like hey we can try this new thing called Trint or Otter and it's AI mm-hmm. and it's only like this, this like cost like 30 cents to transcribe right. but when we got the transcription back it's like you said there were so many mistakes it took longer to edit the, the, the bad <laughs> transcription that, than it did to just pay the dollar a minute to Rev Correct. And, and there's another analogy which I love which is I think as human beings we are 99.99% the same Mm. in DNA just um, in a DNA sense it's the 0.1% of DNA that's different and that's the essence of our personality and who we are and I think um, I was talking to someone just today on a call and they said you know the AI is very intelligent and they've tried to make AI artificial intelligence pop songs based on all of the recipes Mm. of what a great pop song is and when you play it it sounds like a pop song but something is missing Mm. and it's that human interaction that human element of personality mm. and understanding mm. um, and again it just it, I mean the, the proof's in the pudding uh, I've done a lot of video content on on LinkedIn on, on social media we made a hundred videos last year and we pumped them out every single day and they never ever got traction and yet the very first mm. video I put into Splashio in January starts to trend for the hashtag video production in two days nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. Uh, we, we've we've seen it uh, with our clients too. They would start using the service, and then all of a sudden they get, like, one of them, for example, got a, a, a three times increase in views and other increases in engagement too, and you know, click through rates and things like that. Uh, and you just go, seriously, is that all they did different was they started using proper captioning and uh, and putting it in the in the right sort of format using our service. And it just it sort of boggles the mind a bit to think how something that's so seemingly simple can make such a big difference. It, it, it does. It really does. And um, I, you know, my, I'm, I've got a whole load of videos now lined up. Um, and, and I think what's interesting is like workflow as filmmakers. We're always looking for efficient workflows. And, and the workflow I have is I have, okay, I, have, I have a studio. So it's all pre-lit and the camera's there. So I just go into the studio, switch yeah. it on. But I was like, how can I make this process even easier? Because I don't want to get up from behind the desk and hit record. Yeah. And then have to take that SD card out of the yeah. camera and put it into some sort of edit software and, and send the files. So there's two things to that. One is I found a really cool workflow. But the second thing is I was able to send you guys files that weren't edited. Like, so literally it's one clip, one take. But your guys, because it's manual, because it's human interaction, we're actually able to go, yeah, we'll just trim the beginning and end for you. Easy. So good. So anyway, back to my workflow, which I want to share with people. The workflow is awesome. Because I, I, the reason I, I'm excited about this is because part of our... Uh, one of the things behind Splash Show is, is we really want to enable and help people who are passionate about getting their voice out there to get out there without any restrictions. And so one of the things we're doing at the moment is just do, taking the captions off people's backs. 
so that they don't have to worry about it. So it removes a friction point. That's the point I'm trying to make. It removes a friction point. And what you're talking about now with the, the workflow thing is another friction point for people. Like if you don't have a good setup and you've got to set up the lights every time and set up your camera and, and click, you know, plug things in, blah, 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 every single time you want to create something, like it's a friction point, a resistance point. It creates an opportunity for you to not do it. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And my workflow is really simple. I use loom.com. Love it. And I have, um, I mean, I use quite a fancy camera because I have it lying around, but I've got a Canon C100 Mark II that comes HDMI out of the camera and it goes into the back of a Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini. I've got an Atomos Shogun as my preview monitor so the HDMI comes out the camera, into the Shogun, out of the Shogun, into the ATEM Mini. The mic plugs into the back of the ATEM Mini and that uses a USB Type-C into my computer and I record everything live into Loom. Beautiful. And what you and I figured out was I can then simply you know, right-click, download, or, or copy, link to the video, put that into the Splashio link box, and that's the last time I touch it. Right. Yeah, I, I was so impressed when you showed me that, that you could... I, you know, I was, I've been using Loom, right, but just for screen recordings and for the team communication, stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't really think that you could uh, record nice-looking videos through Loom and then use the Loom platform for submitting your link into Splash here. Cause, so, so just for you guys listening, you know, you, it's, it's not just the copy link uh, button that you click on to get the link. There's a little download button. If you right-click on that and you get the download link for the video and you submit that link to Splashio, that works beautiful. And uh, so, uh, well, yeah, so what's beautiful about that is that uh, you don't you don't even need to have like a file sharing service like Dropbox. Or I've Google eliminated like. taking the file and putting it in yeah, Dropbox. It's just an extra step, right? Which is, you know, it could take, if, if it's like a longer video, it could take a while to upload to Dropbox and get the link ready, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's mucking around. Whereas what you're doing now is like, boom, you just turn the camera on, record, done, get the link, publish, or, or send to Splash here, you know, done. You, you're like, your work is done. It's, um, it's, it's a really, really nice improvement on well the, the, the other thing see i i'm always i'm i'm all about workflow and efficiency and and also you know like there's an expression here in australia which is we're not here to fuck spiders okay so like <laughs> this podcast as much as i enjoy <laughs> I <heard> that <laughs> as much as i enjoy all the interviews and i do i want people to get value i want people to take away opportunities and use them to make money and one of the things that i see is a massive opportunity because i i did this with a client where I produced 16 videos a month and we shot in a studio and then we did all the post-production. I used to pay an editor two days to come and cut all those videos. Mm. So that was like $640 a month to shoot 16 videos. Now, mm. um, the, 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 the advantage of something like Splashio is that you can basically extend your team virtually. And all you have to do is take there the works. content and put it in, in the splash and they'll, put, they'll bring it back to you and it's like 24, 40 hours, something ridiculous, it's really fast, 24, isn't it? 24, 24, 24 hours. Yeah. 24 hours. Or less. So um, what I want to encourage everyone to do is actually, uh, and I hope you don't mind this, but I want, I want people to go and try it because you guys do this really cool thing where you, you sign up and you get four videos free and you have seven days to use those four videos and if you decide you just don't want to use the service, you cancel, and you don't get charged a bean and you get four videos for free. If you guys go to splashio.com forward slash den, 
and try the service out. If you do that using that link, I'll, I'll make sure we get some sort of video to show you how to use Loom to download oh, nice. the videos. And I'll do a little kind of demo video. That's beautiful. Because I, I want people to try this, Gideon, because what you've created is an opportunity. It's like a cash machine. Because people who have, I said this to my coaching group members this week, I said, um, why don't you go and look at your hard drives and look at what content you have from clients already and and do the do the do the four free videos and and take one video for each client and get you guys to do the splash your magic and then send those videos to your clients and say hey we just thought we'd do this what do you think if you want more we can help you nice. like it won't cost you a cent but i i am so confident that you'll love it that you'll sign up the $97 a month or $99 a month. It's not, it's not very, you know, not really very much. Yeah, and uh, I mean, with those free credits as well, uh, you, you don't have to actually use them in the first seven days. Like, so you, you could, if you wanted to, just sign up. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but you could, you could sign up for the free trial, uh, get the four credits, and then if you want to, you can cancel immediately, uh, and then use those credits whenever you want to. I, I think they last for about six months. So, so you don't have to use them all in seven days. Yeah. Um, that's just one thing to note. Of course, I'd like you to... You would love for you to stay on, but it's certainly I not, think if someone you know, gets it, it's a no-brainer. Right, exactly. So, and, and that's why we wanted to do it as well. It's you know, it the, we have put a gate in front of it. You've got to enter your credit card details or PayPal details for that. But we wanted to give people a good um, a, a good taste of of the service and experience it for themselves. You know, like and yeah, we could just do one, but I mean we do four you get a really good experience uh, for the consistency and the quality that our team can can offer you and uh, I mean we've got we've got an incredible uh, um, success rate with our uh, with the trials coming through uh, it's higher than anything else I've done and I think the reason is because uh, because of the human touch and the quality that we provide and, and people just they, they love it you know and so they love it they they like staying on the other thing that I really like um, is and I hope I've got this right but um, if you're on like four credits a month and you only use three credits, your credits rolled over for up to six months. Correct. It's very generous. And actually, oh look, guys, I just I just want to. I don't often promote stuff on this podcast, but having just started using the service, I want to encourage everyone. If anyone likes free, go splashio.com forward slash den d e n. Pretty easy, and and sign up for a trial and try this out. And if you've got no content of your own get some content up to five minutes from a client, do it for them, send them it. They will absolutely love you for it. Yeah, do it. Uh, we're on stand- standby, ready to help you guys. I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's a great opportunity. It's, uh, and it's, it's there for the taking. Why not? I think so. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, you know, it's, it actually has been an absolute pleasure sitting in a beach so cafe good. having a chat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, guys, um, splashio.com forward slash den. I guess, Gideon, what's the best way to connect with you if anyone wants to hang out with you on social media? Yeah, uh, I, I think the best place at the moment is, is LinkedIn. It's, uh, like I told you before this, this uh, interview, it's my favorite platform at the moment. Uh, I'm, I've gone a bit quiet on there in terms of publishing for now because I'm going to focus on, I'm thinking about Instagram. But if you want to you know, connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm happy to, to have a chat there and uh, yeah, I'd love to, love to connect. Cool. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. You've been listening to the How to Scale a Video Business podcast with me, your host, Dan Lenny. If you're a video business owner who's hit a ceiling and we benefit from mentorship, support, and coaching, then check out how you can work with me over at denlenny.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show over on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate you taking a few minutes to leave a review. And don't forget to share. If you feel you've gotten value from this episode and you think it would be useful for other filmmakers you know, then please do me a massive favor and share it on social media and in groups that you might be in. We'll see you next week.